0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 1,317 today. Oh, so it's okay if George Lucas does it. (laughs) Bunch of Chewy. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnikan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and this is day one of two of coverage of the Entertainment Weekly cover story on Solo A Star Wars Story, and I'm going to be cherry picking things that I think are especially worth your consideration from the multitude of stories that have been published by Anthony Bresnikan on Entertainment Weekly's website, which expands upon the stuff that's actually in the magazine itself. And it turns out that there have been contributions to Solo A Star Wars Story from from some perhaps uh, more unlikely than others sources. And, you know, when you talk about Ron Howard's contribution and Lord and Miller's contribution, there is an article, a very extensive interview with Ron Howard and also with quotes from Kathleen Kennedy as well about the whole situation, about what went down and essentially... Kathleen Kennedy says, you know, we don't want to reopen a wound about this, that it was just ultimately a matter of process and what Lord Miller do the way that they work, doesn't necessarily fit within the structure of how they shoot movies with Lucasfilm and Star Wars and all that stuff. And so not to belabor the point, you know, they just said, hey, we had to part ways. And Howard, I guess, was able to come in and do it the way that needed to be done. But he's not talking about how much of the movie is his and how much of the movie is Lord Miller's. In fact, he says he doesn't even want to focus on that. He wants people to focus on just the general experience of the movie in hopes that fans will just sink into it and enjoy it and not even worry about that aspect of it. Of course, that's a rather awesome sentiment, and yeah, I think ultimately... You know, I think we'll get past our curiosity of it. You know, between the whole is it, you know, just enough to get the director's guild credit or is it a lot more like Paul Bettany said it was? You know, we don't necessarily know. And ultimately, I don't think they're going (laughs) to tell us unless there's something that really glaringly stands out and we say, wow, that's really kind of different. You know, then maybe we'll be able to figure something out. But ultimately, I have a feeling the seams are going to be pretty hard to identify. I mean, heck, you know, if you imagine even just, you know, the whole 5149 thing of it, then that means that half of the footage we've seen already is Lord and Miller footage and half of it is Ron Howard footage. And can you tell the difference? I mean, I can't. And so maybe it doesn't matter to some degree. I mean, maybe ultimately this is more of a writer's movie and an editor's movie, which is certainly not an unusual concept for a Star Wars movie. I mean... Yeah, you know, that's pretty much par for the course to a large degree. So Lord Miller will definitely have an, an influence on the final product of Solo A Star Wars Story. And it turns out that there is another surprising source of influence as well, and that is Harrison Ford himself. Now, according to the Entertainment Weekly article, when he had lunch with Alden Ehrenreich to talk about the character, basically he told Alden Ehrenreich... Quote, tell them I told you everything you needed to know and that you can't tell anyone. And so actually in the interview that Anthony Bresniken does with Alden Ehrenreich, Alden stays true to his word and does not reveal the things that... He was told by Harrison Ford about the character. However, Kathleen Kennedy was under no promise of secrecy, and so she actually said that what Ford did so beautifully for Alden was he talked a lot about what he remembered when he first read Star Wars and what George had done with Han, who the character was and the conversations he had for so many years with George about how that character developed. He gave Alden that kind of insight, which was invaluable. There were several times in the course of making the movie where Alden would actually recount some of the things that Harrison had pointed out. I think that was really, really helpful to him, she says. And, of course, Ron Howard, also not under any sort of promise of secrecy either. And here's the quote from him. He says, Harrison's a very thoughtful actor and an artist, and I wanted to know what he learned about the character. He said that Han is always torn between that sense that he was, in a way, an orphan, and therefore both yearned for connection with people and struggled with it at the same time and yeah there you go that wraps Han up really tightly and the fact that this is Harrison Ford's insight when usually if you ask him about it he just says oh Han's dumb as a stump right (laughs) that's that's the quote that's brought up in the article and he's said it more than once but Han actually has some depth to his character and Harrison Ford has been thinking about that character a lot more than he lets on. And according to Howard, he also said, Han has survived and proven that he can survive, but he's not as on top of it as he needs to be. So he wants to give the appearance of being in control, but in fact, he's often scrambling. And Ron Howard says, I think Harrison played that beautifully. And Alden and I talked about both of those ideas a lot. And so that's where we get into the whole situation of, is this Han Solo the Han Solo that we know and love and where there's a divide between, you know, people who want to see the Han Solo we know and love and the other folks who are happy to see how the Han Solo we know and love became that Han Solo and where he started from or where, you know, he picked up in the middle of things or where we picked up in the middle of things with the story. And ultimately, I think there's going to be, based on the stuff that we're hearing from Bresnikin's reporting, we're actually going to have a meeting of the minds of that. It's just going to look a little younger, a little bit clumsier, a little bit rougher around the edges, you know. That's okay. That's how characters develop. So hopefully we get to see a really well-developed and well-developing character. All right, so I know I said something about George Lucas right at the top, and I haven't said anything about George Lucas yet, but I will after the break. Stay tuned. Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7 by 7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So George Lucas visited the set with his wife, Melody, on the first day that Ron Howard started shooting and gave him some advice. Just said, trust your instincts, you know, like very simple, straightforward stuff and said, you know, you'll get this. And he had intended only to be there briefly, but according to Kathleen Kennedy, he stayed for five hours. And then she says, there's even one little moment in a scene that I can't tell you what, sorry, but in the scene on the Millennium Falcon where George said, why doesn't Han just do this? This being in italics, and we don't know what the this is. And Kennedy goes on to say, it actually is a funny little bit that will probably get a laugh, and Ron happened to be by the monitor and not inside the Falcon, and he goes, oh, that's a great idea, and ran in and said, George wants us to do this. So that was pretty cool. I think George felt pretty great about that. He could revisit these characters, and I think he felt so comfortable, obviously, with Ron being there that it was just fun for him, unquote. And of course, George and Ron have a very long friendship that's probably approaching... 50 years now, good heavens, but I was just joking at the top about the fact that, you know, Lord and Miller got in trouble for some of their improvisation and whatnot, and yet here comes George Lucas, and he has an idea to improv something, and, you know, it's fine to him. Of course it's fine with him, you know what I mean? It just struck me as funny as all. But that is going to do it for today's podcast, and we will talk more about the Entertainment Weekly stuff about Solo A Star Wars Story tomorrow. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Mos Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com sw7x7. It's not an Imperial Spy, it's Destiny Unleashed.